Welcome to Lessons for Life, where we seek to learn, love, and live the Word of God. Now, here is James Long Jr. Well, the lesson I would like to talk to you about today is contentment. There's this quote that I'm fond of by Jeremiah Burroughs, and it goes this way, that Christian contentment is that sweet, inward, quiet, gracious frame of spirit that freely submits to and delights in God's wise and fatherly disposal in every condition. Let me say that again. Christian contentment is that sweet, inward, quiet, gracious frame of spirit which freely submits to and delights in God's wise and fatherly disposal in every condition. That comes from his book called The Rare Jewel of Christian Contentment. And contentment is one of those very difficult things for people today. People are looking for contentment in so many different places. They look for contentment in in the possessions that they have. They look for contentment in the people that are around them, in their relationships. They look for contentment in their circumstances. And inevitably, what will happen is because God has never wired us to receive contentment from those things, he has wired us to receive contentment in himself and himself alone. It's so discouraging today. So many people are defeated today. So many people are struggling with depression and discontent and insecurity today because they lack this viewpoint of Christian contentment. So let's look at this definition by Jeremiah Burroughs and look at it piece by piece. He says that Christian contentment, first of all, we should start with the fact that it's contentment that's based on Christ. It's based on our Christianity. It's based on faith. So very important to know that so many people are looking for the gifts of this world to be their contentment rather than the giver of those gifts. The giver of those gifts is the Father by the work of the Son applied to us by the work of the Spirit. So it's Christian contentment. Christian contentment is that sweet. So much of life is bitter. So much of life is uh, discouraging. So much of life can be so defeating. So many people can have such frown attitudes in life. And I want you to think about the fact that Christian contentment starts off with sweetness. If your life is full of bitterness, it is a clear sign that contentment is lacking. Then it's inward. That's so important as well. We live in a world of fearful people. And as I've told you before, fearful people tend to control things. They want to control environments or circumstances around them. And God has wired us only to control one thing. We're called to control ourselves. And so in Christian contentment, we need to recognize that the Christian contentment is happening inward, not outward. It's not something outside of us that is going to do it. It is Christ living in us that will do it. It is the Holy Spirit working as our counselor within us that's going to provide that contentment. So it is sweet, it is inward, and then it's quiet. I will tell you that when I struggle with contentment, I'm sure you feel the same way, that when you're struggling, when I'm struggling with contentment, what we find is that our mind just seems so loud and the voices seem so chaotic and I can't seem to get my mind to slow down. And it's at that time where I need to just sit down and to be still and know God. 
know who he is and know what he has done and know what he's promised me and and just to quiet myself even taking a a, a passage like a passage of scripture and just working through it word by word or taking this definition by Jeremiah Burroughs as we're doing it what we're doing is we're taking it word by word and trying to think deeply about it and when you think deeply about something and deeply more importantly about God and who he is and what he has done and what he has promised, it will quiet your spirit. So Christian contentment is that which is sweet, inward, quiet, and then it's gracious frame of spirit. It's all based on grace. It's based on the grace of God, grace of God that is a sustaining grace for us, a grace of God that is a saving grace for us, a grace of God that is a sanctifying grace for us. He is transforming you. And so if you can think about all the grace that he has poured upon you, the mercy, the grace, the kindness that God has poured upon you that you do not deserve, that God is not obligated to do it, he has granted it to you as a wonderful gift. And as you live under the waterfall of that grace, and as you live under that under that pool of grace, and you're saturating yourself day after day with that grace, I pray that it would pour in your life and then through your life, and that it would create within you a gracious frame of spirit. And now the key elements here of this passage, of this definition. Christian contentment is that which is sweet, inward, quiet, gracious frame of spirit which freely submits freely submits means that i am willing to do it your way god i submit to you i i i am offering no resistance i am listening to you i am believing you i am trusting you i am relying upon you i am following your way and so much of our discouragement in life and so much of our discontentment in life can be a, is a byproduct of the fact that we choose to go our own way. We've done that right from the Garden of Eden. Our foreparents, Adam and Eve, chose to go their own way and rebel against God and not submit to his will. And it's caused all the difficulties in their life and all the difficulties since. And we do the same thing. We do not freely submit. It's not just submitting, but freely submitting. I willfully, I am joyfully submitting to you, God. So I freely submit, and then I delight, which is huge. I delight in you, God. I, 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 I take all my savoring and my satisfaction is found in you. I, I can't help but just delighting in you, Lord. The psalmist said this, that blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of mockers, but his delight is what? In the law of the Lord. And in this law does he meditate day and night. So we're called to, to find our contentment and find our delight in the law of the Lord. But then in Jeremiah, Jeremiah takes that same type of illustration and God uses Jeremiah to say this in Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 7 blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord whose trust is the Lord he is like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by its stream and it doesn't fear when the heat comes for its leaves remain green and it is not anxious in the year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit. Do you see that this blessed person in Psalm 1 is delighting in the law of the Lord, and the blessed person in Jeremiah 17 is delighting in God himself? 
And so we are called to freely submit and delight in and delight in God. And there are two characteristics of God that he talks about here in his definition. God's wisdom, his infinite wisdom, and then his perfect love for you, his fatherly love for you. And so as you think about it, the way that we learn to trust God is to learn about who God is and to learn about his infinite wisdom, his wisdom, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are greater than our ways. And then to know him as a father who loves you and he cares about you and he's with you. He will never forsake you. And now when you do that, in every condition, and you apply those principles, that it's sweet, it's inward, it's quiet, it's a gracious frame of spirit that is submitting freely and delighting in God and knowing that God is infinitely wise and he's perfect in his fatherly love for you. And you go into every condition that way, that's where you can have peace. So I pray today that you would experience Christian contentment. So as we end, I want you to think about what are the things in your life that hinder your contentment? Maybe there are things that you are turning to that you believe are going to satisfy you or secure you or give you some level of significance other than Christ. What is it the thing that you think you desperately need to make uh, make you happy? What is it the thing that you want to control to get in your life? And I want you to think about those things. I want you to write those things down. And when you write them down, I want you to confess them to God and ask for his forgiveness. And I want you to see where Christ is your ultimate satisfaction and your ultimate peace. Blessings. This has been Lessons for Life with James Long Jr. We hope you've been blessed. For more information, go to jameslongjr.org.